You're about to listen to a true story told live because this is True Stories Live. Brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. So when it gets so tired, for me, I'm going to take it from a more metaphorical angle, but actually starting off from a physical perspective, because I like swimming, and I used to go swimming a lot, and one of my favourite things was the wave machine. And the reason I like the wave machine so much is because you can just kind of lay there, and you'll start on one end of the pool, and you'll end up on the other end of the pool. And for me, that was just fantastic, because I'm a bit lazy. I love swimming, but I hate to have to keep doing that. But... <laughs> I think the thing for me that made me realize when I was just thinking about, oh, what am I going to say, is the fact that it's so easy to follow the tide, and that was me in uh, my early life. Um, and then at age 16, I made a big decision, um, which I will get to in just a second. So I was born in the UK. My mom then moved, moved me and her out of the UK, and we went to live in Norway for a few years, which is where my mom was originally from. A lot of racism, a lot of problems. We moved back to the UK. When we moved back to the UK, we moved to the East, Lon East London, uh, pre-gentrified times, so a lot of a rougher experience. And I found myself following the, the tide of what would be a very typical, what you'd expect from someone black or brown in East London, kind of growing up at that time, falling into a certain activity, shall we say, and a certain lifestyle. And, you know, I'd become really used to, you know, that kind of lifestyle, you know, my mum didn't have enough money to pay bills sometimes, so, you know, she'd look to me to help support, and I'd be bringing money in at 14, and there would be kind of this unspoken agreement of, don't ask where I got the money from, just accept it as a, as a gift. And unfortunately, during that time, and even still to this day, I, I lose, I've lost and I lose a lot of friends to knife crime, to violence, and things like that. And I don't want to say I'm desensitised to it, but I definitely don't, it doesn't impact me as much as it used to. And I saw my life going in one very particular direction and I was just going with the tide. But at age 16, I got my GCSE results and I was a terrible kid in school. But I kind of had that, I'm a terrible kid, but I'm smart, so they kept me in the high set because they needed to keep the grades up in the school. And I came out with some really good GCSEs and I got into this uh, private um, college, which that's a whole other story that I hated, very racist, but that's a story for another day. But the day afterwards, uh, one of my closest friends committed suicide. And for me, that was the moment where I decided to start swimming against the tide because I'd experienced a lot of death coming up to that point. And it, as I said, it affected me, but it hadn't affected me because this was at the hands of somebody else. And for me, seeing a guy that I'd grown up with, you know, just a couple months ago, we were running to catch buses together. We were getting all sorts of trouble that he thought that there was no way out, that he decided to do that with, to, to himself, I was like, this isn't the lifestyle that I want to live anymore. And if you know anything about London gang culture, it's very easy to get in. It's not very easy to get out. And so over the next two or three years, I began the process of swimming against the tide and moving against what people expected me to be. Went to a private college, hated that, dropped out. Then went to a sporting college and then did really well at basketball, so I got to be able to get a scholarship. And then, even though I didn't get the best grades, I still got into university and things like that. But for me, the biggest lesson of that was that it's like never too late to switch and to start swimming against that, that tide because 
if you'd have asked me at age 15 when I'm on the, you know, the corner of the street doing things, shall we just say, to keep it, you know, I don't know if there's any feds in the room. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I would have told you, oh, you know, by 20 I'm going to have, you know, BMW and I'm going to be the top shotter in the ends and whatever. And now I'm 24 and I'm speaking at this event. <laughs> so quite a crazy change. Thank you. <laughs>